0: Hello and welcome to Sound Heal Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Brown, and thank you so much for joining me as we continue to explore the fields of sound healing, sound therapy, and generally the use of sound for health and wellness. Today, our guest is Joey McCune of Sound Healing Tulum, and we get to hear about uh, Joey's career and getting into using. Uh, sound for herself and her own spirituality, but then also the the wish, the dream, and then discovery of a place that her and her husband, Mitch, could create an oasis in the jungle of Tulum, Mexico. And what they have created is spectacular. The story is just amazing of the sound temple they created there, and then actually discovering that a cave... Uh, that on the property they could turn into a water temple and all the work that they put into it and now these beautiful ceremonies that they're able to offer there in the jungles of tulum so really a fascinating story and journey and so many exciting developments happening for them uh, currently as well so i really hope you enjoy uh, this adventure this episode with joey mccune this podcast is sponsored by the Ohm Shop and Spa, located in Sarasota, Florida, but also on the web at theomeshop.com. The Ohm Shop is the country's largest showroom of vibrational tools, everything from crystal bowls and alchemy bowls, Himalayan bowls, gongs, to a lot of specialty, custom, and unique instruments as well. They also have trainings and workshops, uh, and you can see all the resources they have on their website. If you're ever able to make it there in person, they also have a luxury spa. So please check out the Ohm shop. And thank you so much for their support and sponsorship of this podcast. Please enjoy this episode with Joey McCune. Well, thanks, Joey, so much for joining us for this podcast. It's great to have you here. Thank you. Uh, I'm honored. So thank you. Yeah. So where I want to start is just to get to know a little bit about you and your story and everything that led to uh, this amazing work that you're doing now. So could you tell us a little bit about your background and those things that you feel were influential on this path that you're
1: on? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a loaded question because there's so many angles of that I could answer, of course. Um, I think we should start with sound bowls maybe a little bit. Um, gosh, I don't even know how many years it's been now. 17, 18 years ago, I was gifted in Nepal, like a, a, a Tibetan sound bowl. And I thought it was really beautiful. And I started doing some research into sound healing and how it's done in Nepal and Tibet. And So I ordered myself a set of sound bowls and I just really loved them and had them around the house, but it wasn't calling my heart. You know, it was, it was beautiful and it was, I saw the, I saw how they worked and I really liked it. It wasn't a huge thing yet. Sound baths weren't really a trending, you know, thing that was happening anywhere yet. And so I started working on my husband and my children at the time, and then friends would come over and, um, you know, I was I was tuned into this frequency and this vibration, but I didn't I didn't I wasn't called to really do much more with it at that moment. Um, so in my life in Seattle, so my husband and I are from Seattle, Washington. I um, I'm a real estate agent. I own a real estate company, real estate firm here. I wear a lot of hats. I do staging of homes, design of homes. My husband's a design build contractor, so we were flipping homes a lot, um, and we made our money in real estate, basically in investments. And so um, at that point, I was doing, you know, the sound healing stuff on the side and I was just using the Tibetan bowls. And then someone told me about crystal bowls. And I thought I had been collecting crystals my whole entire life. And I thought crystal bowls, what are what's you know, what's this amazing thing that I'm hearing about? So, um, you know, computers were like relatively new <laughs> there wasn't really a website to go to to find you know things about sound bowls at that time and I ended up finding a company called crystal tones which was sort of the first they were the first you know I'm sure you know about this they were one of the first you know trend-setting you know innovative companies out there with sound with sound bowls. and so I ordered the white bowls because they didn't have alchemy bowls yet and i decided i was just going to order a whole set so sure enough this entire set shows up in boxes you know back then there were enormous bowls you can't even get these gorgeous big bowls anymore i mean they're just i wish i could because mine have broken over the years but um these bowls show up and i'm thinking what do i even do with these right and my husband comes home from work and there's seven i bought the chakra set you know laying around the living room And I said, just lay on the couch. I have this idea, you know, and I'm playing the bowls and he just falls asleep. And it was this beautiful, magical hour long sound bath. And that was when it clicked with me. This is what you do with these bowls, right? It was this calling to me. It was this really this vibrational calling to me. And once I hit that first sound bowl and tapped it, there was a remembrance in me that came out and it was like a cellular change. And from that time forward, you know, I just uh, I just started giving sound baths to friends, and then it grew into a company. It grew into a big business, um, and you know we'll move forward in this conversation, I'm sure. But I was then, after several years, called to be in deeper service and step away from my life in the in the fast lane in Seattle. And so I looked at my husband one morning and said, "I channeled last night. We're supposed to go and build a sound temple." And, you know, usually a husband would say, you're crazy. We have a kid in college, the other one's out of college. You know, we have a life here and two businesses that we own. And he said, okay. And so we listed everything and sold it and traveled around and found an amazing space and built a sound temple. And uh, here we are. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a calling for sure. Um, I, I felt that I needed to follow the universe In what has unfolded into a really big journey that is unexpected. So, I think this has been a big lesson in trust. And sound bowls were my gateway drug. Okay. They were my, they were my, they were the doorway that I stepped through that led me to this ongoing journey that's taken me so much farther. So, I have great reverence for these bowls and for the journey they've taken me on and what I've been allowed to do to others. Because now that we have a space where we have a sound temple and a water temple, um, both built for sound, both, I guess, curated for sound. I should say that the the water temple is 65 million years old, so I did not build that necessarily. But the space is so incredible acoustically, it's perfect for the samples and for any kind of frequency and vibrational uh, journey that we're on. And so, you know, with these two spaces, I feel we have, we have helped I mean, I, I'm not kidding. Thousands of people have come to us and that in itself just feels like the most amazing gift that I've ever been given in my life. And so yeah, now that's, it it, it, lets, you know, our journey just keeps going, obviously with all of us,
0: (laughs) but wow, that's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it sounds like really that maybe initially you kind of came to the sound bowls for your own, you know, you were juggling a lot and just trying to navigate life and stress and all that so initially it was kind of a personal journey but then you realized oh I can share this with more and more people and I guess my question is how did that spark happen why Tulum why build this uh, place um, this paradise in the jungle like how did that happen before yeah, we was, kind of unpack what what it is now, but how did that, how did you decide to build in the jungle? I know it's,
1: everything's so organic It literally just doors kept opening. I mean, like I should back up with when I first had my first sound bowl, I realized what it was doing for me and my anxiety. I, I have high anxiety. I'm a really busy person. I live a fast paced life. Always have, even in my beautiful 5D environment in Tulum, I'm still going, going, going like the Energizer bunny. And um, sound healing, just weaving all the sound and doing it for others has just really calmed me and put me into a space of, a, a really special space that I tapped into and now I'd never want to leave. And so obviously, obviously, as you know, when you're giving a sound bath and you're bathing someone in these frequencies, it's just equally beautiful for you because you're receiving as you're giving. And that was just such a, a, a beautiful, expansive realization for me that i knew i wanted to do more and more and more and you know life was hectic for us and yeah you know, we were what most people would say had the perfect life in the sense that you know we had our retirement we had our investment properties we had you know kids out of college we were empty nesters all of a sudden and you know didn't need to worry about things and retirement was you know on the horizon but we decided to just say this isn't what we're called to do right now. So we stepped into into wanting to build a sound temple. Um, I lead spiritual retreats and pilgrimages uh, through ancient Egypt, and there's one of the oldest sound temples there, Saqqara pyramid and temple. So, um, you know, it's always made me think that I wanted to have a sound temple someday. And there is a place in Seattle, the Seattle Sound Temple. Uh, Irene is a beautiful human that runs that. And um, I'd gone to sound baths there. I noticed that there were a couple of other sound temples built, you know, small small like yoga retreat spaces, but they call them a sound temple because they're working as a temple and they're working, you know, bathing in sound, you know, all of their guests that are coming. So I wanted to take it to the next level and really build something incredible um, that was a more of a destination place where I am solely, solely people are coming to me and my husband to us um, to experience something really special and different. We wanted to curate something like that. So, you know, it was kind of a wild, it was kind of a wild idea. Like, who knows if it's going to work? And we traveled all over the place and we ended up, you know, Mexico is the largest consideration because of its proximity to the U.S. And, you know, we have grown kids. Someday they're going to be married and have grandchildren and we want to be near them. So, you know, this was, it just made the most sense to be an expat in Mexico. And then we traveled all over Mexico and oh my God, there's all these amazing places, but are they easy to get to? And will people want to come there? You know, you have to look at the business side of things as well. And Tulum is a vortex. I mean, there's a lot positive and a lot negative about Tulum. And a lot of people will tell you that, but um, I found that even in the darkness, you need to bring the light. Right. So, you know, we, we looked around and we realized that in town, wasn't going to be an ideal location for us because it's loud and busy. And, you know, we're, we're both people who wanted some peace. And so to present this sort of peaceful setting, we knew we had to look outside of the norm. And we just randomly fell in love with a piece of property in the jungle that had a cave on it obviously a 65 million year old cave. And there's a story to that. I mean, are you aware of, of what the cenotes and the cave system is in Tulum?
0: I think, yeah, I think you should definitely describe. Yeah, Yeah.
1: So basically when the meteor hit the earth, creating the ice age, when the dinosaurs went extinct, that meteor hit the Tulum area in the Yucatan Peninsula. And when that hit um, it created the whole ice age and everything, but it created a vortex of energy, which is why the Mayans and, you know, all of the it is a belief system that there's this vortex of healing energy there plus we're located within this Mayan area of the ancient Mayans and all of their healing practices. So it's this beautiful place that people come for healing sort of the Sedona of Mexico, so to speak, and um, when that meteor hit it broke into thousands of pieces all over the peninsula and each of those pieces hit creating a sinkhole and those sinkholes became the cenotes and the caves so sometimes the piece would hit and then it would fold in on itself and create caves so there's thousands and thousands of caves and cenotes in the Yucatan peninsula now to own one is a really special situation and we knew that there was an old cave on our property it was hard to get to there was no path to it really um, it was dirty. We'd been told jaguars had had babies in there and cubs and, you know, to be careful when we we're down there, but it was dry. And so there was no, you know, there was no cenote there. It was it was a one that had folded in on itself. And so we didn't think much about it, but we loved the peace of the jungle. We loved just the, the sounds of the birds and the crickets and the monkeys and you know, just the wildlife. And we thought, you know. If you build it, they will come. So let's just start here. And so we started with a sound temple that my husband built. Me, keep in mind, my husband is a design build architect. So he created this beautiful glass-encased sound temple that um, holds the harmonies and the resonance of the sound bowls and the planetary gongs. Um, so we, we create we really created a beautiful space and we tied into Christ consciousness. We cried into the tied into the crystalline grid. We have crystals that are planted all around in the base, the foundation, and in the roof. Um, It's a really, really special sound temple. And the sound is just incredible when the bulls get going. So that was really all we thought we were going to be doing. (laughs) And um, after, after we built that, COVID happened. And we're like, oh my gosh, we just started this. Now I've listened to the universe and all these doors have opened. We randomly found this property. And I'm thinking to me, you know, like, oh my God, come on spirit. Like, We just sunk our money into this and built this and now the world shut down. But what I didn't realize is that, and I came quickly to realize, is that we were told and guided to do this so that we would be set up for this incredible time that we're in right now where people are searching out spirituality and a connection and reconnection to consciousness and a remembrance to everything that's happening right now. And so we built this and people started coming I mean, just we went from zero people on Instagram, zero followers, no one knowing who we are other than a few people in Seattle, you know, from my old business, but they're not, you know, coming to Tulum necessarily, and blossomed it into this beautiful, expansive business for sound healing. Um, It's really, truly a destination that people were coming to. And so the very beginning of, of COVID, my husband's mother died. She unfortunately had dementia and got just really, it had expanded pretty badly and, and she ended up dying and Mitch was quite upset. So he went down to the cave to start meditating down there. And during this time in the cave, a bird was flying through and it's called a toe bird. And the toe is a really mystical bird, but a real bird but it has a beautiful mystical story to it um, in the Mayan tradition. And it only lives where cenotes are in, in the water. And so we have this massive cave that's dark And these birds are driving him crazy flying around until finally he's led to the back of the cave and he sees this puddle that's about this big. And he looks down with his light and the phone and he sees a fish go by. And once he saw that, he was like, oh my gosh, we're connected to the underground river system. So the cenotes in Tulum are connected to the largest underground river system in the world. And so there's divers that come from all over. It goes all the way out to the ocean. It's a whole, you know, Roadway underneath the Yucatan, it's like it's incredible, and so basically, um, he said, "I'm going to start digging. I need I need to heal. This is a process for me to heal through my, you know, what's happening to me right now. My heart hurts, and so he went down there and you know we we live off grid. We don't, and this is limestone. This isn't like you just take a shovel and start digging with mud. This is limestone, and we and it, it the world shut down for the most part and. So he gets a few Mayan men. I think there were like five of them all together and he doesn't speak Mayan. <laughs> and he says, I'm going to lead by example, follow me. And he started digging. They got some underwater jack or some jackhammers. Um, again, we're off grid, so we can't plug in for power. We use our solar energy for everything. And so he had to be really creative. They used ropes and chains and pulley systems to try to pull out big rocks and he opened it up until this beautiful water appeared and a while for a while we thought maybe we had a mud puddle because a true cenote has to have inflow and outflow for the water to be clear otherwise you just are filling up and it's muddy right you have to have that flow for life to come through also the fish the turtles all that and so um he was building 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 and digging and for a while we thought oh dear maybe we made a mess um and then one morning he comes running up at six in the morning and he's like, you're not going to believe this. And it was just turquoise, beautiful water and flowing through and a little fish. We'd get fish in there now. And I mean, it's a new area for them, right? So they're learning to come in and to their new ecosystem. But um, we have this, we have this beautiful, beautiful cenote. And I said, what are we going to do with this? You know, we have to do something. We have to share this. We've been gifted this beautiful gift. So since we have people coming to the sound temple, we, this is a water temple. This is a beautiful space to reconnect with mother earth, with Gaia, to feel into this beautiful energy that's in here. And it is, you walk in, people start crying immediately when they walk in, because you feel the impact that you feel the vortex. It's insanely beautiful. So we decided that would be a place that we would curate experiences for people to come and, and really be bathed in sound frequency there as well so anyway long long answer my apologies but it's a lot to try to figure out how to explain you know how this whole process happened but I would say the property found us we we looked at we must have looked at 100 houses I'm not kidding we're really not satisfied kept leaving Tulum looking in other places something kept drawing us back and we rented a house in the jungle and we ended up buying it so it wasn't for sale. <laughs> wow. We just, we just said we can do something with this. We like the mm-hmm. people feeling out here. So, <laughs>
0: and uh, yeah, I don't want to pass by how much work that must have been. You know, I'm sure people are going to see pictures or obviously go there and see um, the sound temple with the, you know, the glass with the jungle all around, and then the cave with the polished, you know, the polished and um, the terraces, right. That was all of course, without electricity, you know, just kind of tapping into, yeah, hard it's, work. So let's let's just give a hand for all the hard work <laughs> that went into that. That's amazing,
1: and it's all my husband. I mean, yeah. he actually said to me a couple nights ago. He said, "You know, I, I don't know if you realize this." He said this to me, and I do realize this. But he said that cenote was was my healing path. That that healed my heart. That all of the work that went into that was my process of mourning my mother and the loss, you know, unfortunately we were in Mexico and she. we had to move her into hospice, just very, we had no idea, she. something, she just took a turn like this. We think possibly she had COVID, but we don't know for sure. So we had to put her in a home that would, would allow to assist her. And we were in Mexico. So there was, no, you know, we were doing this from the phone and plus they wouldn't let us come anyway. And they said, okay, well, we're putting her in hospice now. And Mitch said, well, I'm going to buy a ticket to come down right now. I'll be there, you know, later tonight. And the flights were not, you could get on one flight a day. And he was the—you're well, going to be the only one on the plane kind of situation because it was locked down. And they said, you have plenty of time. It should take, you know, it's going to take a while, but of course, come as soon as you can. And then they called us an hour later and said, she's going right now. So we had to sit there on FaceTime and this transition happened like this. So it was, I mean, it was pretty traumatic for a son to have to deal with that. So this is a gift that he gave his mother, he gave himself, he gave me, he gave humanity, because now we are sharing it with everybody. So truly, the cenote is so much more than just a beautiful water temple. It's also, it's, it's also has so much love behind all that hard work. So I think that's always really important to, to
0: point out. for sure. That's amazing. Yeah, that gave me goosebumps. Wow. So yeah, let's talk about what you are sharing there. I know you do solo work. Um, I know you do collaborations. So, um, what has it looked like so far? What are you offering there? Um, and what are people experiencing?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's ever expanding. So keep that in mind at the moment. <laughs> it started out with just me in the, in the sound temple. Um, and I wanted to have something that made people want to come. So not only is it glass encased and set in the jungle, and then it all opens up to the outside. So you hear the sounds of the birds and the monkeys and crickets at night. If we have night ceremonies and which is just a beautiful symphony to tie into the bowls and the gongs and everything. Um, but I have white silk hammocks that my guests um, suspend and hang in. And it sort of wraps you up like you're in a cocoon or a womb and it feels like a rebirth when you're done as I bring you out of it. You know, you get to some people just lay in Savasana for another half hour because they're just so moved by it and have a hard time, you know, just making that step out of that womb, because it's, it truly feels like a rebirth. So the, the sound temple is a really beautiful experience. And that's what I intended. That's all I ever intended when we went there. Um, and let me tell you that everything's private. So whoever calls, if it's a, a couple, or if it's a, a group or a retreat that's coming to us, we book it specifically for that private group. So um, we don't do one-on-one so much anymore just because we, we have a two-person minimum. Sometimes we have people come and they pay for two people, even though it's one. But most people come as a couple because they're traveling there or bring a friend or something. Or we get a lot of retreats that have us as one of their days and they want to come spend a full day there or something. So... um So we do, you know, private curated experiences for whoever calls me. So I actually talk to you and say, okay, what is it you're looking for? Obviously what we offer are sound healing uh, experiences. We also do a cacao ceremony though. That's really incredible. You can get a a cacao ceremony at the beach. You can do it at the hotels, but this is like a whole other level. It's like a next level level up beautiful incredible master of ceremonies that comes and it's super authentic and really special and we do that in the cave and cenote as well but it also includes some music and things like that so we a lot of people add that on to their sound bath experience um so we have a sound temple and then we also offer um the the water temple which is which is the uh the the cave in the cenote and there, we have a mixture. We have multiple sound shaman and medicine musicians that are incredible. This is a great group of human beings, and they're all authentic um, shaman and musicians. And so it's a mixture of true musicians and shaman that know how to weave weave the music together. when they When I first hired them, we were finding people um individually. They weren't understanding what a sound bath is because they're coming from a different perspective. So there was a little bit of training, but now it is dialed in. And honestly, it is one of the most special experiences that you can ever have. Um, People just are floored. I've never had someone come that didn't say it was the most incredible experience. So it's hard to describe what it is, but there's multiple. We must have 50, 60 instruments from harps to sound bowls to flutes and drums and hand pans and digiroos like all of it right it's just it's never ending every single client doesn't matter if we have 30 or 20 or two they're getting personal um, attention so the more people that book the more musicians and sound shaman we have and again these are medicine musicians so they are I don't know if you know what a medicine musician is but in the shamanic world when you're under a like a medicine ceremony with plant medicine, they are helping to weave the the music to keep you on a certain frequency and help sort of put you in a trance. So this entire experience is like a, you don't have to have plant medicine. You can go into this space without it. Now, do we offer plant medicine? Sometimes we have some mushroom ceremonies. Some people want to enhance it um, with a microdose or something like that. We curate some experiences that way. And that's incredibly beautiful. Also, in fact, here I put this entire experience together and I always go through the experience before I, before I, um, you know, sell it to the public. However, um, I was doing a bunch of mushroom journeys and leading them for a while and we were doing like the high dose ones and it was getting really, um, really popular, but I I didn't want to be known for that. So I started backing off and people call and they're like, wow, we want to do a microdose in this, in this incredible womb of the earth. You know, we want to be there and experience this. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know if that's really what I want to be known for. But long story short is I finally did it myself. And I was so blown away because I felt like codes were coming in. I mean, it was like codes on codes on codes. It's incredible. You mix it with the sound bath experience and in the setting of, of this incredible cave next to water, which is life. And you know, the, these primordial waters are the the Mayans believe are the entrance to the underworld, which is their heaven. So, I mean, this is a very powerful portal to be doing these things. And, and now I'm just like, I mean, obviously this is a special situation we have to offer once in a while, but for the most part, we do sound journeys (laughs) and that is what our focus is. And no matter what it is, we're weaving sound and frequency and we are, we are bathing our guests in that. So as you do in your sound baths, I think, I think the beautiful thing about sound healing is, or being a sound practitioner, I don't like to call myself a sound healer. Actually, I, I am a sound weaver. I weave sound and I do it in different ways and I help guide in different ways. And I think we're all, all of us that are called to do this are so special because we all come with different, um, you know, different gifts that we're sharing. And, you know, we just, it's, it's really fun. Like I have zero competition in this because we all do it so differently and present it so differently. And just, you know, it just depends on who's called to participate And And it's always lovely. I mean, you rarely go to a sound bath that isn't, you know, an incredible
0: experience. So (laughs) absolutely. Yeah, you're right. I mean, everyone that's in this field is so unique. They have their own approach and their own gifts. And absolutely. I, I haven't found competition either, you know, with the thousands of practitioners I've, I've collaborated with or taught or worked with. So it's a beautiful field. And that kind of brings me to how it's blossoming so much right now, right? You talked about what 15, 17, 18 years ago, you were working with the bulls for the first time. What have you noticed happening with more and more people coming into this field or more and more people wanting this experience, why do you think that's really ramping up right now? Why is it so needed right now?
1: You know, I think,
0: I mean, I think our world is going
1: through a shift of consciousness, obviously, right. We, we know this, but I think more and more people are being called to uh, awaken. And as they're in their awakening journey, you know, there's, they're called to do certain things. I think sound healing is, is a gentle way for people to put their foot in the water, right? Because there's no plant medicine, there's no major scary thing to it. It's just come in and relax, reset, reconnect, start to have your third eye open, you know, whatever it is that's going to happen to you in your sound journey. Maybe some people are coming in, they're just getting agitated because they need to work through things before they get to that space, right? I mean, gongs can do that to you for sure. (laughs) So it just depends on where you are in your life. But I think so many people are being called to awaken right now and have that reconnection that it's a gentle way for them to, you know, to step through the door of that. But also there's been so much science now, and we have Instagram, we have social media, we have just science that's been been put online with, you know, Dr. Emoto with his, you know, proving that water, how much water is in our body, right? And that you know, with the intent behind it and taking photos of water droplets that you are consciously saying, I love you or I hate you. And seeing what that looks like under a microscope shows that on a cellular level, sound and vibration and frequency and intent is changing your DNA. So that's, you know, that's now widespread news that's out there. Then you have the next level of there's a woman, I think she's out of Australia and I'm forgetting her name right now, but I just started reading about her. She's amazing she has proven that you can show a photo say of Jesus to some water and then take the water and put it in the freezer and it'll come out with a picture of Jesus on it. Or you can show them like a picture of a flower and the, it's this whole thing. I will send you, I will send you the Instagram because you'll be amazed. It's really incredible. But you know, there's all these studies coming out showing what water is, is how it's transforming on a cellular level and how powerful that can be. Not to, I mean, here I'm drinking water right now with a crystal wand that charges and basically structures my water. I mean, there, it's everywhere and, and our bodies are made up of water. So there's that. But um, I I just think that you have rappers and pop singers now adding singing bowls into their mix of music. So it's becoming a trend setting thing. It's, it's just like 15, 20 years ago, you couldn't go into a store and, and ask about new age stuff. There'd be five books on a shelf or maybe two shelves. And people think you're one of those weirdos. Nowadays, it's like there's an entire section. Sometimes it's the majority of the store. There are stores specifically for metaphysical and conscious, you know, with conscious intent. And, you know it's just a normal thing to be getting my hair done and talking about how i'm in 5D in the jungle and i'm in 3D in seattle and people aren't as blown away by it and thinking that you're so nuts anymore so i think there's a complete shift happening and i mean it's, there's so many answers to this right there's just so many different ways that that things are shifting right now i just think sound healing's in the the, the birth of that because it's a gentle way it's a gentle road right
0: Yeah, that's right. It's so, it's such a, you know, if you just think about music in general, it's such a such a relevant, you know, some of the modalities are a little bit harder for people to grasp, but music and how it affects you and how it changes your mood and things like that, I think is an easy way in for people. Um, Well, and because of this like trend and this booming thing happening in the field right now, I imagine what's happening for your business and Tulum is like. Uh, crescendoing. Uh, so what's coming up next? How, how are things coming, coming forth? What are you dreaming up next for what's happening there? Um,
1: wow. Well, you know, originally we thought it would just be the sound temple, which then morphed into the water temple. So now we have had a lot of, um, we have a lot of rules in the, on our property because it's our home, and so we invite we invite the public to come to our home and then experience this, this beautiful journey that they're on during the day when they're there visiting us. And sometimes that's big groups and sometimes it's couples, right? So it is our home. And so we have some rules. And a lot of people say, oh, we want to come there and, you know, throw, can we rent it for a party? No, we don't allow alcohol. We don't allow, um, we want to keep the vibration, the frequency pure. And we want the intent to always be around you know, a soul evolving (laughs) and expanding sort of thing. So I'm I'm tapped into, um, how do I say this? I I have a lot of TV shows and reality shows and Netflix and documentaries, and they call because they're blown away by the space and they want to come and film there. And so we have turned down more than half of the inquiries, which is great money. And when you're living, we're living... You know, we left our life of of making the money that we used to make, and we are trying to, you know, create a life and slow down and work, you know, with humanity in a different way. So we've taken an adjustment. So to turn down some of those big dollar items is a big deal, but we, to us, it's just the choice that we've made. And so when we do allow some of that filming to happen, It always has to be, we don't want to be told how it's going to be. We don't want it to be scripted. We want it to be about love and be about sound healing. And so we've been really fortunate. We've been on a lot of shows that have changed their rules. Like The Bachelor was filmed there. And I said, I'm not doing this. There's no alcohol allowed. If you want to come and have your date there, it has to be really, truly a sound healing session that you're going to be filming. And I want them to wear white, just like everyone else does. This is a sacred journey. I'm going to take them on. So, you know, we had we have that sort of thing. They had their date in the, in the cave and they had it all set up and we did allow that, but it was all about, um, we made sure that there was, that there, that the intent for everything was really pure. And so, and it's hard with TV, you know, we have had documentaries filmed there, but it's been all about consciousness. We've had, um, You know, oh, we had the housewives of Mexico City come. And what's so funny is I said, oh my God, these ladies, they fight like crazy. And, you know, I don't know if this is really truly what we want to do here. And they said, no, we're coming to Tulum to heal their relationships because they're so toxic. And so I said, okay, you know what? I will take that because if we can be part, if we can be on national TV and show sound healing as a way to be healing, whether they're being healed or not, they are a little bit, even whether they know it or not, whether it's just for TV or not, we're still sharing that frequency and vibration. So we had a lot of fun with that and everyone was blown away and they loved it. But, you know, is that typically who our client base is? No, but it was still fun to do it because, it's getting out there, right? It's just another way. It's another avenue for it to be seen. Um, So anyway, to answer your question, everything is morphed and expanded. We didn't know it would get to this point. And now we have so many people that love it so much. They always ask, can we stay with you at your house? And we have done it a little bit (laughs) and done some private, you know, um, small retreats there, but we realize that we can really serve serve people in a, in a more beautiful way. So we are right now I'm in Seattle, Washington. I came back to Seattle with my husband. I've been in Mexico the majority of the time, but I come back and forth. My husband is here. He opened up a new company since we sold our companies prior and, um, he is basically, uh, renovating a beautiful old, because we have a huge project, we're renovating some, some real estate, and then we're about ready to sell it. And we're taking that money, and we're coming back and building a small hotel on our property in the jungle, so that we can really curate special healing experiences that are going to be like, if you called me, um, I would be able to say, what is it you're looking for? Are you looking for peace and quiet serenity? Are you looking for some healing? You know, do you have trauma that you're working on? Do you, um, you know, are you? what what are you looking for for this few days that you're coming to stay with us and then i will specially curate a program for every single person that comes and so it doesn't have to be a retreat with a bunch of other people it can be alone so we're going to have a retreat space for people who want to host retreats and then we're going to have private individual um, villas or rooms for people to come and stay on property and really soak up this beautiful energy because honestly we, we have house guests we have people that come and they they say you know I say let's go into town and have dinner and they're like why we just want to stay here you know this is we don't want to leave so i think that it'll be a really beautiful experience for people to come and live in the jungle and and feel what we get to share all the time and it's just a really peaceful beautiful space to heal and it's with our hearts we're, we're going to be really authentic with what we offer to people and try to make it really special so that everyone feels very vip so
0: that's our goal <laughs> we're getting close it's been a long
1: few years
0: (laughs) yeah it sounds like you're nearly there though that's so exciting but of course then there's you know the challenges of of building uh or is it already you know the project of it being built already started
1: no we 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 bought some more land um and we have kind of the basics being put in right now because, you know, we have more infrastructure needed, more solar, more generators, more water towers and cisterns and things like that. So we're in the process of starting all of that and getting permits. And then we should be lined up and ready to go. It'll be go time as soon as we sell here. Of course, the uh, economy has shifted in America, which has not been a wonderful timing for us, but we have faith that it's going to work out. And luckily, Seattle has sort of a special local economy that's not you know, it's a little bit different than the U S as a whole. So, um, we, and I'm a real estate agent, so, <laughs> so I'm just sort of, we're trying to time it just right where it'll, it'll still be impactful. Um, but you know, we've taken a loss for sure, as far as what we originally thought, but it's all in, it's all in, in uh, divine timing. It will all align. So we're excited. Well, that's right.
0: Yeah. And you already have the core. You already have the heart of what it is, which is the sound temple and the water temple. So now you're just boosting it and, uh, you know, being able to expand your offerings, uh, what you're doing there. So, wow, that's so exciting. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I'm down so I can spoil you. And I know (laughs) I was just thinking that I really want (laughs) to, I need to see this in person and experience it. Yeah. It's, it's on my, my list for sure. Wow. Amazing. Well, um, anything else you want to add? I mean, it's been really a beautiful exploration of not only you, but what you and, and your husband have, have put together, co-created there mm-hmm. as well as, you know, medicine musicians and, and shamans and um, just the people that have helped work on the property too. It's like you're building a community there uh, in the jungle as well. So. Oh, I um, am so glad. I'm so glad you just said
1: that, you know, we, we, I couldn't have done this alone. I I mean, I have some incredibly talented people that work there. We have a staff of, I don't know, there's probably 14 to 20 different people at any given time. Because let's face it, when you are an expat and you live in the jungle and you live in a place like Tulum or Abisa or wherever, your people come and go, right? Because they're gypsies. People come in, I'm gonna live here for six months. I'm gonna live here a year. Oh, I stayed three. Okay, now I'm gonna go off. So so as much as I love all these humans they're they're weaving in and out and they come back and then they leave again. So I would say we have, you know, about 20 people, about 20 gifted humans at any given time that so when someone calls and says I have 11 people that I'm bringing in for a sound journey, then I have to choose the 11 or, or choose the amount of musicians and shaman that are coming in to to work with that group specifically for whatever the needs are and you know, we've had to teach all of them to weave in and out. But my point is, is that they are all incredible. And I could not have done this or built it without them. Um, I like to say that um I have, I, I mean, we do it together. There's just, I can't take any sole credit for that. So um beautiful humans, all the experiences are lovely and we are like family. And it's true what we've built there. I should say this, let me add this to this and then I won't, I'll be quiet because I know I talk so much, but um you know we have live-in workers that live with us and a lot of the houses have that there and so we have this darling Mayan couple uh Lewis and Martha who live with us and they had zero idea when they just went to church on Sundays and you know they did not know what they were getting into when they came to live with us and Martha is now cleansing with the copal, going around singing in Mayan and blessing people. Uh, Lewis is a master gardener. He is, he has, he cares for the cenote. He cares for our home. He is with so much love. These people um, are just, they give their entire heart when people, when our guests come to join us and they're, I can't even tell you how their lives have been transformed. I gave them a sound bath. It's been a little while now, but I gave them a sound bath and Martha sent me a message and keep in mind I my Spanish is terrible so we I, I speak Spanglish and they speak Mayan and Spanish and so she sent me this beautiful she translated it into English and she said now I know why I'm here, because I'm here to help serve humanity also, and I could not be in a better place than Casa Selva which is our home. And I had angels talking to me during the sound bath. And I know that God wants me to be here. And he spoke to my heart. So what a beautiful, if that is not the best message you've ever heard from someone, that's just one of our staff members. And, you know, it's a gift. And these people, these people love what they're doing and they've been empowered and now there's other workers that have come in and then they bring more that have come in to other homes around us and we have created a community out there and have given back so as as we're successful so are all these other people and their lives are changed and their families' lives are changed so that is such a beautiful beautiful reality of what's taking place and I didn't even expect that it just happened and now I just am so empowered by it that Mitch and I make it a focus as part of what we're doing. Um, but we also have the staff that are the musicians and, and the sound shaman and they are incredible humans also. And they work for, I mean, they're there working their rear ends off in serving all of our guests every single day and sometimes twice a day, so sometimes more. We might have a group of 20 at 11 a.m. and then a group of 20 at 3 p.m. Can you imagine like, like when we do a sound bath, we're exhausted. You're taking in all that energy and then you're sharing all this energy. And so this is just that we're doing the six and sometimes seven days a week. So it's, it creates a frequency. Let me tell you, there is, there is something happening that we are living in there all the time. I'm really fortunate. It's our home because. Oh my
0: gosh. Yeah. Well, that's I'm, what it's all about. Right. And it's almost like uncovering that vortex, that kind of heart of the earth is having its ripple effects. It's just radiating beyond what you can even imagine, you know? Exactly. So, and that oh. right there, sister,
1: is the gift of all of it. That is truly the yeah. gift. So if I never do anything else in my life, that's the most
0: touching part to me, right? That's there. it. That's yeah. what it's all about. Oh, that's amazing. And just hearing it, you know, hearing you describe it from an outside perspective, like I can feel it. I can mm-hmm. feel it just hearing it from you and, and imagining it. So beautiful, amazing, amazing, amazing. I'm so I'm excited I for you. Your... Visit. <laughs> I will, I have to, I have to now. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for uh, describing it so well so people can get a feel for um, this dream that has come true uh, for you and, and Mitch, but uh, for everyone involved as well. Thank you for the beautiful work. And for the, the vibes that are radiating out into the world, uh, for all the people that you've helped and all the ones that don't even know they're going to be helped by yet. It's pretty amazing. Thank you so amazing. much. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Joey. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sounds Heal Podcast, sponsored by the Ohm Shop and Spa. You can keep up to date on what's coming up next at soundshealstudio.com, on Facebook at Sounds Heal Studio, Instagram, Natalie Brown, Sounds Heal. And you can watch previous episodes as well as listen to some sound meditations on the YouTube channel, Sounds Heal Studio. Be well, and stay tuned.